Hello, this is Don Shelby with an Earth Intelligence News Brief, number four. Texas and cold weather are in the headlines. Unusually cold weather shut down a large percentage of generation capacity in Texas. Sub-freezing temperatures caused operating failures throughout the Texas electrical grid and natural gas lines as well as water. Millions of users in Texas have been left without heat. The death toll is rising. ERCOT, that's the Electricity Reliability Council of Texas, is getting a lot of the blame. ERCOT manages the electricity grid for the state. Once called the Texas Miracle, it is now being cast as the GOAT. More on that in just a moment. Here to discuss this ongoing news story is the founder of Geoversive and the director of the Citizens Climate Lobby International, Joe Robertson. Joe, this is an opportunity for those people who are skeptical of the scientific claim of climate change, saying, where's your global warming now in this cold weather? Yeah, Don, you know, that can be confusing if you think about global warming as meaning that all temperatures everywhere are higher at the same time. But that's not what it means. It means that the average temperature across the world is getting warmer. And so the weather that should stay in the Arctic normally stays there around the North Pole because of something called the polar vortex. This is a strong wind current that essentially whips around the northern part of the planet and keeps the cold air on the northern side and the warmer air on the lower side. But when the Arctic gets warmer and the two temperature bands start to get closer together, they they mix, they bleed. And that Arctic weather has bled now all the way down to Texas and into northern Mexico and has blanketed North America with weather that a lot of places are not used to. So what you're saying is that the cold in Texas is in fact an element of climate change. It is. I mean, it's obviously a different kind of climate than Texas is used to, but it's also a direct result of global warming. What we're seeing in Texas is what happens when you've built a world that's supposed to work one way, and now you have to confront challenges you weren't prepared for. But cold weather is not absolutely new to the state of Texas. In 2011, they had a very cold storm. In 2018, they had a very cold storm. And some policies were put in place and recommended to do some remediation on some of the infrastructure to try to take care of any damage or any shortfalls in grid production that would happen in the state of Texas and to the users, both commercial and residential. But they didn't do that. That's ERCOT's business. That is the Electricity Reliability Council of Texas. And that's one of the reasons it's getting blamed. It didn't harden its systems. One of the problems with the political resistance to regulation, the idea that regulation somehow limits our freedoms, is that generally that argument is made by businesses that have a vested interest in not being monitored. The goal is to reduce their accountability so that they don't have to meet higher standards, which can be a little bit costlier, especially up front. And once you start down that road, where the politics says we can't have too much regulation or we won't have a free economy, we won't have free people and business won't function. Once you get down that road to where businesses start depending on not being held accountable, on not having to compete, on not having to be good at what they do, they can't perform under stress. What happened, I think now in retrospect, is when the state of Texas was warned, you have to upgrade these systems or they're going to fail. That was a hard sell to people in the political world and people in the business world who had gotten used to this environment where on both sides of that relationship, they could 
prosper by trying to limit the amount of regulation, transparency, and accountability. And what that did was it made sure that the people of Texas would be underserved and put in danger. Joe, there is a lot of chatter on the internet and in the news cycles that we're watching where some representatives in Texas and even some former federal officials are saying it's reliance on renewable energy that has caused the problem. It's the freezing of the turbines and the icing of the blades on wind machines. It is the problem of the solar packages. Is that true? There may be some places where that kind of thing happens, but on uh, for the most part, that's not true at all. Wind turbines are not only routinely weatherized, but they can be winterized so that there is no risk of that happening. The lines that they travel through can be insulated and protected from this kind of challenge and battery storage, whether it's local or whether it's industrial scale, can also overcome those problems. In fact, ERCOT itself has said that any disruptions to the renewables segment of the power sector in Texas have been the least problematic disruptions. The more problematic are the are the more conventional systems using fossil fuels that have frozen over. And those fossil fuels include coal and natural gas. And there are a number of nuclear plants. Yeah. I mean, it's very concerning when you think about the idea that a nuclear plant could be interfered with so catastrophically by weather. If you're going to have a nuclear plant, I think the public expects that it's going to be resilient, it's going to be secure, it's going to be resistant to disruptions. But again, you know, nuclear plants, they use nuclear power to make steam, to turn turbines. And so there's water to cool the system and there's water in the process. And if that system is not protected against freezing temperatures, then you're going to have problems. In the meantime, we've got a lot of people, up to 4 million people in the state of Texas who are suffering from this. Is there a solution? The solution is to to plan ahead and consider the possibility that the overall system has to serve everybody well. There shouldn't be people who are left out because they're too remote or because they don't have enough political clout. And there shouldn't be people who are forced to, you know, breathe dirty air because someone's going to make money from it or deal with climate disruption because someone's going to make money from it when all of the science is telling us that this is avoidable, that we can do better. We have to build systems that are climate smart, that are resilient, that can deal with this kind of adversity because it's coming, where every person's well-being actually matters to the people who are supposed to serve them. Thank you, Joe. Joe Robertson has been joining us. This is Don Shelby, and this has been a news brief on the Texas electricity grid failure. Thank you for joining us.